Hey guys, welcome back. We're the Reactors Cut. I'm Gabe. I'm Stell. And this week we watched La La Land. <laughs> yes, it was my pick, a Stell pick. And it was a pretty good pick. Yep. And it's my favorite movie, which is why I picked it. From this point onwards, pretty much any film that I'm going to pick is... No one's going to be like, ah, oh, yes, what a good movie to be critical about. <laughs> it's all going to be <laughs> trash right we have, we have a list. So... As part of our planning for episodes, we have like a, a list of like our suggestions going down. Mm-hmm. They are all trash. <laughs> They're all terrible. <laughs> not word up to the directors and everyone that worked on them. Yeah, but they were not good like, films. I'm really honest with you. <laughs> some of them are like, oh, these films were pivotal to me when I was a teenager, and. I'm a woman, I'm a girl, like, I was a very girly girl kind of person, so I was, like, really into, like, all these, like, teenage, I wouldn't, I couldn't call them coming of age, like, those teenage drama movies and stuff like that, high school dramas and stuff like that, so they're not, they're not full of, you know what, Bratz has great substance, but otherwise, (laughs) there's no substance to the movies, otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> our two choices for this week by the way we were like kind of like flipping a flipping a coin it was either going to be La La Land or Bratz the movie so. <laughs> you're welcome everybody yes I should have started off with Bratz so then it's like Bratz. we can only get only higher from the uphill <laughs> no, honestly yeah you should have I would have supported it it's only time <sighs> Yeah. yeah, my choices are a lot better. Just FYI, everyone. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I thought you would make fun of me, but okay. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. Hey, Stel, what um, what's your MacGuffin for today? Water and some orange slices. <laughs> Ooh, orange slices. That's fun. Not in, not inside the water though. Like the the orange slices are separate. <laughs> that's not a. Dr- okay, first of all, that's not a drink. That's a MacGuffin and a snack. Yeah, but, it's um, part of the the juice. <laughs> I too have a MacGuffin and a snack. I had mm-hmm. peach tea and tequila. <laughs> Which was a snack? That was a snack. <laughs> Te- tequila's a snack. It was very beautiful, tasty, yummy. Well, wait, hold on. Your tequila wasn't in the peach tea. A little bit of it made it in there. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't designed to, but it was a little bit of a man. It's it was peach iced tea, by the way. It wasn't. It's not hot oh. peach tea. To be fair, do you want to hear a fun fact about La La Land before we get started? Yes. So you know that opening scene with the uh, with the them dancing on the freeway. Mm-hmm. Like one of the first things I thought was, it's way it's. There's no way in hell they're filming this in the summer because this like no one would do this. It would be mm-hmm. way too hot. Turns out, so they actually shut down a freeway for it. Like, it's not like, yeah, it's not yeah. green screened in. It's actually shut down, and it was in 110 degree heat. <gasps> that was, those poor men. I, I know. They probably went through 80, <laughs> 80 people. Just like, oh, they passed out again. <laughs> they passed out again. <laughs> These yeah, people. Like, it's not exactly like the easiest kind of scene to take. It's like a massive, massive, oh. like, um, what the fuck is it called? Overpass. Ramp. 
I don't know what you're trying to say. <laughs> no, 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 Box man? No, it's like a massive... Um, <laughs> it's like a one-shot scene. Like, it's, it's a completely oh, one-shot yeah. scene. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they have to get it right or else... Oh, and you, yeah, and, Like, recording, like, filming, like, one scene only takes, like, so long. Never mind ta- taking a scene that needs to be taken in one take. Oh, my... In the heat. Ooh. In the heat. And then pissing all of LA off. By shutting, because it wasn't like a random freeway. Mm-hmm. It's so for those for everyone that's like familiar with LA, it was the one ten, like part of the one ten. So that's like a fucking busy fucking section of LA, <laughs> which is absurd pissed. to me. Like what the fuck? Like who does this? I bet people driving past below were so pissed. Like, I know it's like a. It's like a random, it's like eight o'clock on like a Saturday, and they're like, why the fuck is there traffic today? <laughs> ah! <laughs> they're just pissed off. I um, wouldn't be surprised. That's r- ridiculous. Because it's like, it's like, uh, if you if you look at the scene, it's completely full. Like, from front, like, end to the, like, one end to the other end, yeah. it's full of cars. And you can see the people dancing. And it's their from fucking really, fault. <laughs> you can see people dancing from even really far away in the far away shots as well. Yeah. So. Apparently, it's like 150 dancers total. So, if there's, like, one dancer, two dancers for a car, that's a lot of fucking cars, too. Yeah. And a less, like, aggravating, aggravating, uh, um, fun fact. fact. Uh-huh. Ryan Gosling apparently learned the piano for this movie. I, I knew that one. Yeah, I actually knew that one, yeah. Um, oh, why didn't you give the fun fact then? I actually, I was gonna say it during, during the film. I was like, he actually learned the piano for this specific film. Um. That's pretty cool. Yeah. His singing is not that bad uh, i know emma stone isn't a bad singer i wonder if they just wanted her to sing more like theater style so it's more like emotion and speaky than like mm-hmm. melodically focused on on tune focused but yeah, also her voice probably. is also very kind of um a bit like gravelly anyway like a bit mm. you know a bit breathy <laughs> So it kind yeah, of comes yeah. through, no singing. And it's not like uh, the parts that um, Gosling sang were very, like, they weren't, like, technically crazy, you know? No. <laughs> he wasn't, like, doing no, like, vibrato. <laughs> no, they sounded nice because he was singing, like, low, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, but it's I mean, cool I, that you learn how to play the piano, too. Yeah. Like, that, that alone is really cool. Very impressive, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they learn tap dancing from it? Uh, from all the tap dancing scenes in the fucking I don't know I feel like tap dancing just feels like one of those things like if you were like wanting to be in like if you're young and wanting to get into Hollywood I don't know why just tap dancing feels natural to like learn you know even though like no one tap dances but like I'd say more singing but yeah I guess so well, I mean, yeah, but if you want to be a triple threat, though, come on. <laughs> you tap love dancing, to tap dance. Tap dancing, singing, and acting, obviously. <laughs> like, uh, did you guys, like, okay, when you were growing up, did you have um, talent shows, like, in school? Yeah. Every year, or, like, every show we had, some, like, two or three people would tap dance when I was growing really? up. Really? Like, it was, like, like, super fucking common. Yeah. Huh. No, I don't think I've ever seen anyone actually tap dance in real life. I guess, well, let's... How many movie stars came from my school, exactly? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All of, all of them. <laughs> One of... Okay, to be fair... Okay, I'm, wait, actually, no, I'm not going to dox myself. 
Never mind. I'm taking it all away. <laughs> I'm not I was gonna say who was from my school, but I was like, wait a second. People can just look this up. Someone famous went to my school. And that's all I say. Yeah. <laughs> I think probably eventually you will say that which school you went to. Because you're very like I'm proud no, to be I from won't. blah 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 blah. Beep. No, not my uh, oh, I can say my 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 university. Yeah. You know the guy okay. Um, I, I will I will dro- drop that because you, you I mean you brought it up well first of all Aztecs for life go San Diego but um, uh, you know the guy from uh, from Rocky Balboa oh you probably don't but like the main Rocky? Uh, no, <laughs> Apollo so Apollo alone. Creed Apollo Creed from Rocky uh-huh. uh, went to my school Bill Weathers Carl Weathers oh shit I'm, I'm oh man oh, I'm fucking that up One's one's an actor and one's a singer. Uh, the one that acted, <laughs> one of the Withers, Withers, Weathers. Bill, Bill Withers is a singer. Carl Wither Weathers then. Fuck, man. Okay, I'll get this out of. Man. Don't put this in there. Don't put this. In there. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, yeah. Go Aztecs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who this man in man is. That's okay. He was in Predator. Haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right then. It was in the new. Um, uh, I feel like everyone's gonna learn. Uh, Mandalorian. How? Haven't seen it. <laughs> how little okay. things I've actually seen. Why would I watch the Mandalorian when I haven't? I've watched a singular Star Wars film. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I, don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, you watch Bratz. Who knows? You're an enigma. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have watched Bratz. Okay, it's, it's a fucking. Fair. Movie, cinema, ingeniousness. And a lot of people watch The Mandalorian. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure more people have watched The Mandalorian than they've watched. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. Um, what did I think? Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I said this a little bit while we were watching it, but I was disappointed that there's not more Chicanos. And Latinos in a movie based in LA, but I can let that pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the, like I really like the themes of playing like with nostalgia mm-hmm. and then changing of the times. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of my favorite themes in like any kind of like literary work or movie. So that really tugged my heartstrings. Like the fact that um, I always want to say Jake Gyllenhaal's. I know. Oh my god! Fun. How dare you! I know. I know. They do kind of look was, similar though. So I get it. I just like when I when I think of like I don't want to say boring male lead, but like kind of like cookie cutter for the yeah, characters. Yes, yes, yes. I interchange them, and yeah. I'm so, I am sorry. You're right, um, though. I still I still can't come up with his name. Grand Goslin. Uh, Ryan Gosling is what I was trying to say. Just testing you. Fun fact. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. Um, mm-hmm. no, but like I really like, like um. Cause he comes off kind of like a oh spoilers by the way for anyone that's like fucking listening but like we're gonna talk this about spoilers probably interchangeably so just always be warned yeah and it's also been out for like it's released in 2016 you've had your time you know <laughs> okay okay damn I, I wasn't gonna be that mean but um it's true yeah like I like that hit that that like the battle between like oh but it's got to be pure mm-hmm. but also kind of like introducing the new like that's beautiful to me and then 
yeah, I don't know. I liked it overall. Yeah. Uh, it was a really fun movie, real nice, romantic. I liked how it wasn't kind of like... It's not a typical ending, you know what I mean? I, I remember when I first... Yeah. When it first came out, everyone was like, oh, I just like, I don't like the ending because I wish they got together, but it's like... But that's the whole point is that like, that doesn't always happen. You know what I mean? Especially when people are pursuing their dreams and stuff like that. It's realistic that it doesn't happen very often. Um, you can say mm-hmm. they're living in La La Land. No, but it's like even, I feel like that's what, part, like yeah, but like what La La that, Land. It's like like it's like a dreamy like place where things don't necessarily come true. But you have these like you know yeah, dreams of wonder. Yeah, but then that also doesn't align with what I just said about how like people don't end up together, <laughs> which isn't realistic. Um, yeah, but yeah, that joke didn't what? line up with my what I said though. Anyway, regardless. I thought it made sense. Anyway, yeah, regardless, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, but like. Even though obviously, like it's a, like a, like it's not meant to be like it doesn't f- frame it in a way where it's like oh it's realistic because a lot of it is very like um, musical like like musical magic kind of stuff right, um, mm. but even like even to the extent of like the fact that they both kind of achieve their dreams is like like to the point where it's like oh she blows up as an actress uh, kind of thing it's kind of like everyone knows like that's kind of like a very rare kind of thing that actually happens right but um yeah but to then have that added like Mm -hmm. you know oh you know everything's like kind of oh they kind of both achieve what they want sort of and then but they don't end up together kind of thing i think that's very realistic yeah yeah i would agree with that Mm -hmm. um i really don't mind that like i don't i don't think like <clears throat> the two protagonists like always have to be together. Yeah. In the end, I kind of prefer it when they're not because that's just like the majority of the time, right? You're not gonna live that like high school sweetheart kind of reality. Mm-hmm. Like most people are gonna have break in and break out of like relationships throughout their lives. Mm-hmm. You know, so like I just feel like that's more real in any in like any anyway. So. Yeah. I think that's fine. I have like no qualms with it. Yeah. I do. I don't like. I don't like how his character has to be like the heartbroken like jazz guy. You know uh, what I mean? Like he could have found someone. You know what I mean? He didn't, he didn't have to, to like though. Like his 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 music was his like like love or whatever. I'm sh- like yeah. I'm sure he'll find yes someone in the future. No. But like I, I I it is like a very like tropey like oh, sad jazz you know kind of dude. Sad but. jazz and he's not over her. Yeah. 100%. I mean I don't think I mean, it's I don't think it's he the, named like, it Seb. Yeah, but Sebs. I don't think it's like that he's not over her because they both said that they'll both like always love each other. That kind of thing, right? It's not a case of like oh, he's still like fawning over her or anything like that. I think it's just a mutual case of they're happy that they're both they both got what they wanted out of life and like achieved their dreams and stuff. Mm. You don't get that? You don't get the vibe? I don't get that vibe. Interesting. No. Okay. Okay. I think he like found success despite of that. But I don't think like uh, in interesting. That's very. Interesting. It just feels like his Anne feels more frayed than hers, and like that didn't wake up. Like her memories for him didn't wake up until the end, where we had like the, you know, like the uh, the possible endings kind of sequence. But, yeah. Um, mm. I mean, it's whatever. It's not. It's not like a big deal. No, no. I think. I think. I mean, it's fine if you interpret it that way. Like it's. We have different interpretations of the film, clearly, but that's fine. Um. Doesn't sound very fun. <laughs> what did you? I want to talk about the colors. What do you think <sighs> about the colors? I, I was when I, okay, I was at university when this film came out, 
um and like we had a class that was like to do with like aesthetics and film or something aesthetics and media or whatever and i used this film as an example for so many things where it, whether it's like composition mm. color um this overall like cinematography just it's just so good the color is it's like i don't know how to even describe it but it's like it's very like magically colored right everything's so vibrant and stuff um mm. because they're trying to like push that um or fantasy hollywood kind of theme and stuff like that but it's also like i mean they use very typical color theory like it's very very it's nothing like i'd say groundbreaking in terms of using color but it just it they they did a really good job of it and i think this is one of like in recent years the best films in terms of like color color composition i i like the um the use of like solid and vibrant colors Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like the costume is like costume design is very like when they had musical numbers and stuff they weren't afraid to just go into just broad colors which is cool yeah because i feel i feel like you know obviously it's not really no one's walking out in a fucking big yellow dress necessarily right yeah so it's it's nice to see it's very colorful and fun and like dreamy yeah yeah um, the dreamy. use of like um reds and blues as like the color motifs for like i the way i got it at least on the first watch through is kind of like red kind of felt like Blue and red kind of felt like this in between like dream state, with red kind of being the like it seemed like the the fanciful dreams that are like kind of like the the things that they wanted, like these are the things that they they desired and wanted like wanted out of their passions, and then blue kind of felt like almost like the real like the like real fruition of what what yeah. their passions like led to, yeah. um. Which is nice. Like I like that. Like I like the soft, the soft coloring and the like blending a lot. Yeah, I'd say less so red, but more like purple. Um, was more that like yeah, kind of in between. Yeah, the dreamy like kind of. Because purple is usually like associated with like fantasy and stuff like that. Um, so that's what I kind of got. Yeah. Well, just. Must be nice to be able to see purple, I guess. In context, it's colorblind. I was close. I, you know, blue and purple. I mean, blue and red are purple, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're know? right. <laughs> In and my defense. I don't know if this was a purple for thing. Like, I'm doing like one of those stereotypical, like, looking into like specific things. But you know, the the bench scene where they're talking, and it's like kind of they're deciding. You know, this kind of the, at end the beginning. Not oh, the end near the end where they're like you know breaking up essentially mm. their colors their shirt colors are matching like there's both muted blues not neither of them are wearing like anything super vibrant Mia more so because um I think she, like in that moment she was felt very timid right because she was very worried about going into the audition which is why it's like it's like a timid color but also like they're matching in colors so like they kind of meet the same they re- both have the same realization in like that, that specific time of the film so they have like very reflective colors of each other don't know if it was intentional but it's something that i i noticed every yeah. time i watched it because usually mia wears super bright colors um but she doesn't in that yeah, specific like vibrant yeah yeah I don't remember that scene in particular, but I believe you. 
What? The, believe, the scene where they're breaking you. up? Yeah, I don't remember the color in that, in oh, that scene. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I just guess I specifically pay attention to a lot of the color in the film. What do you think about the music? <laughs> Obviously a big part of the film, but... It was really fun. Uh, I liked a lot of them. I liked the like nostalgic feeling. Like mm-hmm. the, uh, the emotions that a lot of them and the songs invoked were really nice. Um, I couldn't... It's something I wanted to bring up during the watch through. Mm-hmm. The audition song, the um, what is the La La Land one? It's it's kind of had the same like melody and like progression of like chords, but it reminds me like the Fools of Dream. Oh uh, yeah, that yeah. One. That's the that's the one she sings at the end, right? Where mm-hmm. you're like, why don't you just tell us a story? Yeah. Um, part Wait. of. I was gonna say, which by the way, if someone asked me to just tell a story, and I would freeze up like. I don't fucking know. Let me just tell you the story sh- of yeah. the Hunger Games. I don't know. I, can't, I wouldn't be able to think of anything for the top of my head. You yeah. know what I mean? It's crazy. That's like a, that's like a practice art, you know? Yeah. To be able to just like pull a story out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, let alone sing it. Because she, she sang it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, she does. Um, I was going to say like that, like the melody and progression reminds me of that one fucking Muppet song. The fucking Kermit song. It's got the same, like, I think it's got, like, the same, like, three or four, like, notes. And then it's the same kind of feeling when he sings it. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. Not the Miss Piggy one. The Rainbow Connection. You know what I mean? (laughs) You'll have to look it up. Kermit, Rainbow Connection, there are parts of that song (laughs) that line up very similarly to. um, I'm not going to have you ruin my (laughs) favorite. I'm not kidding, bro. I, I I guarantee you, if I Google it right now, someone else will have thought it because mm. it like every time it came on, I thought like this little fucking Kermit ass motherfucker singing <sighs> on a goddamn sad song. It's a, I mean the it's the same feeling. Yeah, it's like a very like sad like wispy like nostalgic song. I'm I'm gonna Google it for my own well being. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> There's like even like a like a Reddit. There's like even like someone like uh no like someone like like dissected it. Oh, that's bro. I feel so validated. Oh, thank God. If it was like if no one like if no if no searches came up, I was gonna lose my mind because like I couldn't get it out of my head since the like beginning. Mm. Because like that melody is like fucking just reminds me of that song. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I may be colorblind, but I ain't sound blind. You understand? I mean, mm. what? <laughs> tone deaf. I ain't, I ain't tone deaf. I ain't know? sound blind. Um. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, music was really nice. Yeah. The, the 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 beginning scene though, un- the most unbelievable. Everything else believable. No one's getting on traffic. Bitch, it's singing. not meant to be believable. It's a fucking musical number. I know. I'm just saying that was um. And it's an incredible song. Name? Who? Paletas, the <laughs> in the Bronx. Paletas, but frutas, paletas. What's his name? <gasps> like, <laughs> like the guy. Um, God. In, from yeah, in the, the Heights. Yeah. What's his name? Lin- He's like the Manuel director. Miranda? Yeah, I feel like he he was hiding someone in the background, you know what I mean? I hate you, first of all. <laughs> he, was just he was just waiting for a small one to How pop in. How dare you. Thank How God you. it wasn't one of his movies. No. Oh, God. I'm so glad it, it wasn't one of his movies. It had that feeling in me. It was good. No, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. 
I loved all the songs. I love the the, the like the, the numbers. Soundtrack. Just, yeah, the soundtrack is. It just, just gave me that. Yeah, wonderful. I actually went to see it. Do you like how they have movies where they perform it with like a live orchestra and stuff like that? I went to see this with mm. a live orchestra. Really? It, or like I didn't. Really? Did they show it like in the theater? How does that work? So we went to like, like in, in like a it's like civic a, theater. It's like a. Like, they usually do, like, orchestra stuff there, or, like, f- plays and stuff like that, that kind of stuff. And then they mm. played the movie in the background, and then when there was, like, obviously the, there's pretty much music throughout the film, um, they had um, a live orchestra play. That's pretty neat. What a, I can see why it was your fa- it's your favorite movie. I just relate to of. it. I relate to it a lot. I think most creatives can really relate to the film. Um, just like the whole, at the time, at the time, question mark, at the time, yeah, like (laughs) sort of around the time that I was really, really into the film was when I was like Mm. auditioning and stuff like that for stuff. Mm. So it was very relatable to like that whole experience, but just in general, being an artist, um, I could relate to Mia a lot where it's just like, you know that scene where it's like her breaking point and it's outside her house and stuff like that makes me cry every single time because I relate to it so much about like yeah like you just don't think that you're good enough and that like you're just one of those people who tries and dreams about it but it genuinely is a pipe dream for you and then like that it's like too painful after a while um and that gets me every single time but as I've gone along I think relating to Sebastian and how like obviously he's very purist he he's like he I want to do like pure jazz and you know jazz is dying I'd revive it but then like he goes through this whole thing where he's like he feels like he has to sacrifice almost in a way part of what he is so passionate about right what he stands for to be more realistic and to be able to earn money and stuff like mm. that and I, I I get that kind of feeling as well especially as an artist and I think it's nice to have the two different aspects with both these characters and it's almost like you know at the beginning he's always like um you can do it you know you don't like you don't, you don't have to care what anyone says you know you just write your own play that kind of thing but then Mia kind of at, like when they're fighting and stuff like she's like you're giving up something that like you love so much and that you worked for to do this instead that you don't love um and it's almost like they swap places in a in a way um which yeah which is something that i also really like because it's not they're not static linear characters where they're just feeling the same throughout and i think sebastian more so his is such a realistic character of how people are yeah um, yeah. And they kind of go through the motions of shit, I have to get by. So I'm going to do this thing. You know, it's not exactly what I want. And I think I'm like coming to that like time in my life as well. And it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know it sucks. Because um, I always used yeah. to be like, you know, I shouldn't, you shouldn't have to sacrifice your passions and what you stand for artistically. Um, but unfortunately, that's not always the reality of what it's like um yeah yeah and even in the end he doesn't open up the he doesn't play at the like he doesn't own the van beek you know what i mean he 
finds another place and he opens it there instead. Um, mm-hmm. So even he like compromises in the end. He's not as rigid as he is to begin with. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Like with the name and the styles and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just um, I just I just love it so much. I actually want to get a tattoo of uh, like one of the lines. Wow. That's how much I love this film. Like this film. Yeah. It's my fucking favorite. Uh, haven't gotten it yet. Still waiting for the like the right kind of design to come along. But just gonna get Seb. Seb's. Seb. Just, Seb. No, I get, <laughs> just a little um, icon. <laughs> in the Fools Who Dream, there's like a lyric that goes, "A bit of madness is key," uh, to give us new colors to see. Blah blah blah. But like, I want that that lyric tattooed onto me. I love that song so much because it's like um, almost like encouraging people to like, you know be a little be a little like foolish and like to dream and stuff like that and yeah. to encourage like artistic people and stuff like that and i love that song so much i actually find that like part of it like the most romantic to me mm-hmm. like that like those old stories of like hollywood were like yeah we got by on nothing but cigarettes and a dream and we drove across the city to do this and that and it was two dollars and a dime or some shit like that kind of like yeah. um Because I wanted to say, uh huh. Go on. Oh, I was just gonna build on what you were saying because it's like, like you know how like you're like kind of in between like Mia and Seb in terms Mm -hmm. of like your identity as an artist. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like, at least for me, I definitely fall more into like Seb's camp where it's like there are things like (sighs) probably like in the middle of his life, right? Like where he's like going through the transition of being real, but also like staying true to his passions mm-hmm. because it's like i'm very much like went the latter route where i'm like okay dude like I have, i'm gonna have a regular nine to five right mm-hmm. and like it's going to fund my passions but at the same time like i vibe so hard with the uh fuck it if no one's watching who cares it's for you mm-hmm. like in my head and like in my day-to-day life i go through so many like creative like fucking like things Mm-hmm. Where I'm just like doing things for myself that I vibe with so fucking hard. There's things that I do creatively or like things that I make up and like storyboard and stuff in my head that you'll probably never see just because they're like fanciful things that I just do in the moment. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Like that creative side of me, like just absolutely loves that. And I, I, I don't know. I just never want to lose that. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did I start off this off with? I was like, I'm sorry, I, I lost my train of thought because I just got no, really you're excited right. about no, it. No, you're right, though. Yeah. No, I think that's, like, very cool to, like, have that kind of experience and not lose that. Because, obviously, not everyone is like that, right? Right, Where they're, like, super creative and they can find such joy in being creative, even if it no, it doesn't see the light of day ever, right? Yeah. Because, especially right now, it's almost like we're pushed to have to perform and show up like our creative ideas and get validation for it but you don't need that oh, like you don't yeah. always need that you know what i mean yeah it sucks too because it's like especially with like how like um just like making a living is now it's like well mm-hmm. like why don't you make money off of it it's like no nah, like i don't want to like i just want to <laughs> i want to make cool videos just like mm-hmm. you know like and show like my friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just want to do shit and then if i have like a fun audience or like people to, like to share with that's great yeah yeah but at the same time like you know it's whatever it's interesting um, yeah we have very almost like different approaches because i'm not like the type of person that's like oh i need to show it off to everyone but it's like 
unfortunately part of being an artist is like you kind of need to have that validation sometimes um especially yeah. with like social media and stuff like that right that being such a big part of growth but yeah like the whole like i want to make stuff that i enjoy and i love mm-hmm. and i want that to be a comfort or a joy to other people the way that art mm-hmm. and music is to me um so yeah. that's like my different approach is that i want it to reach people and make people right. happy and stuff like that um yeah very two different i get that approaches to I th- creativity i think part of that at least on my end is like the idea that like uh i separated like that part of my like passion chasing mm-hmm. like early on mm. you know yeah 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 and so it's like because i'm like very passionate about like a bunch of different things mm-hmm. that they don't necessarily and they're not necessarily tied to my like my livelihood so that's a big plus right like being able to make yeah. my money elsewhere and then pour my like true passion and like heart into something that's completely unrelated to that mm-hmm. that you know i don't have to worry about getting like that check like you know like seb was yeah, um, yeah as yeah. A, re- a result of that 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 helps mm-hmm. and it's like you know it, it allows me at least um to like flow into different passions more freely like i don't have to stay in one realm you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if one year i'm like doing music stuff and then another year i'm doing like i don't know tech like graphic stuff it's like i'm never like trapped in it if i just want to drop it at any one moment and like let my passions fall where they may yeah i'm more free and like i think I, that's part of the thing that like i really value too is it's a freedom to like dip in and dip out of like those creative identities yeah which i think like i like i like that they kind of like touched upon that you know yeah it's like you're not you're not necessarily a slave to it unless you let yourself be mm-hmm. um but there's always like there's always going to be like different like options and reasons and like avenues for you to pursue because it's like she saw her big dream just by happenstance like someone some some big wig right mm-hmm. saw her random one-off one woman play and like it was like panned by everyone else but she loved it and she let her tell her story yeah and like i think that's that's beautiful too like that's a yeah. really beautiful part about art yeah because so, you also never like know that. what's gonna happen right so absolutely i think because i've always only well apart from in college but like i so i'm dead set on it pursuing like creative stuff no matter what it is um it's come in the shape of like different stuff always but like i i'm the opposite where it's like i no i'm trapped i'm not trapped in it um i it's just mm-hmm. i choose to be here um yeah and do it because i can't imagine doing anything else that kind of thing i can't yeah imagine doing an office five uh five to ten what nine to five five to ten. <laughs> oh, what a dream um uh, nine to five and then doing the creative stuff in my other time like i obviously there are downsides to only doing creative stuff as your job right um but again that's part of managing that kind of burnout and right you know having your hobby be your job kind of thing um so that's yeah. interesting oh fucking what's his face his cameo oh, Keith, john, legend. Uh, john legend john legend yeah i was like what the fuck <laughs> same this bitch same <laughs> i was like oh it takes it kind of takes me out of it a little bit like yeah yeah it brings me out of it i a think little bit. 
I think if like I had watched it, because this is my first watch through, right? Like, mm-hmm. if I had watched it in 2016, it probably would have been fine. But like after like this is what we're in 2023 now. Mm-hmm. We're post pandemic, post like him and Chrissy Teigen kind of like acting up on social media. Like, bro, like, bro, I did not need to see him. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I had seen it in 2016, I would have been like, yeah. He's such a great singer, though. So it's like, yeah, you can't even he, like fall in too much. He's also a good, like, uh, he was a good choice for the whole, like, jazz, piano kind of yeah. ensemble. So yeah. I just took me out. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been anyone. <laughs> Literally, it could have just been J.K. Simmons. I would have been okay with that, too. <laughs> yeah, true, actually. Uh, but. Well, I really want to like dissect like the the argument scene because one thing that kills uh, me about that scene is that uh, like first of all they're both not entirely in the wrong or the right right um they're both coming from their own perspectives about it but like the way that Seb is like y- you wanted me to do this but she never really voiced that. You know, he over- yeah. he overheard a conversation. He overheard that she was- her. Yeah. yeah, and that I'm just like, oh, but but she never actually said that to you because she doesn't think that she doesn't think yeah. that you know you should just do whatever. And then like, well, and it's it- his insecurity like winning yeah. over right. Like it's yeah, like yeah, he yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what sucks because it's like as assholey as he was in that scene, mm-hmm. it sucks because I think like especially for like. Not to be, like, super, like, fucking, like, you know, fourth-wave feminist about it, but, like, <laughs> um, it's, like, that's a very, like, real thing that a lot of, like, men go through, where it's, like, yeah, the the division of their, their, their worth versus, like, their passions, and then having to sacrifice part of those in order to make, like, to make ends meet, and it's, like, I get it, I think it's, like, too much of a, it's too much of a trope for me at this point, you know, where mm-hmm. it's, like, I did this for really? us, darling. Yeah, I could just and you're just leaving me. And like, this was okay. so frustrating because she she never asked, you know, and yeah, she was always supportive. And then I think in that scene, to me specifically, he comes off Mars and like an asshole because he's like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, he's almost like you know, this is this is the dream. This is what everyone looks for. And then she's just like trying to like remind him, this is not the person that you were and that's yeah, what she's just absolutely. trying to say you know and also like it's that beat after they stop talking right and then like the music stops like he takes it a second to think do i say something assholey yeah. like do i say something that's gonna purr on purpose or should i just not say it and then he decides to say it he right? says it yeah and it's just and then like it's like the <sighs> It's like, ugh. yeah, it was a really good like sound design scene too, because like the, yeah. like it was like music cut, silence and tension, and then it's just like a cacophony of the stupid fire alarm. It's like, yeah, that's pretty good scene overall. Very, yeah. very well designed and created. And you you don't go into it thinking, oh, there's going to be some sort of conflict. Um. Like you can, yeah. You, you can, think, yeah, you, yeah. Absolutely. You can, yeah, you because you can imagine that obviously Mia is holding a lot back, but like you know, it doesn't really come out until oh, and he asked her to like go to Boise with him, and it's like, come on now, you can't just like expect her to to just go with you. I get it, but it's also like yeah. she's like, um, 
I, I, my stuff is here, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's unrealistic, like, realistically, because she was, like, one or two weeks out of the show. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to ask your, your... The partner that you know is passionate and taking a huge risk, you're not going to ask her to do that, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, And also, let's face, let's face it, this man was making $1,000 a week, not including merchandising. Like, bro, he was not buying a next-day ticket to fucking Boise. <laughs> Ain't no shot. <laughs> but um, I don't know. Maybe they made a lot of merchandising. Who knows? <laughs> wait, thousand dollars a week. Wait, how much is a thousand dollars a week? Wait, I don't know. A thousand dollars a month before tax. And so, like, let's like okay. Well, this is like ending in the weeds. It's a musical. To be fair, to be they're also living in LA, which is okay. Like you know. <laughs> Yeah, which is yeah. a lot. Yeah. Even if, like, sure. let's say, like, even if it was in the 90s, it's still not, it's yeah. not a crazy amount, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was like, for, who's going to want to drop everything and go to Boise anyway? Yeah, like, I, I was it's like, pretty <laughs> in that, <laughs> like, Boise. It's pretty up there, <laughs> but I'm not, like, if you were to ask me to, like, hey, meet me in, uh, meet me in Jackson Hole. Tomorrow night, I'm like, what the fuck? What? No, bro. Like, what? no, thank you. Not to anyone who lives in Jackson Hole. I'm sure it's beautiful, but no, I'm not gonna do that. Like, I'm sorry, I got work. You know, <laughs> I got shit to do, man. Yeah. Yeah. Seattle, maybe I would consider it. I call out sick for Seattle, but uh, that's different. <laughs> and I, th- I like the uh, like the little jabs at the industry too. I, I. Yeah, I mean. They're, they're subtle because like the, it's like at the end of the day it's a fucking Hollywood movie with two of the it's a biggest Hollywood, no. yeah. Hollywood actors but yeah yeah they're like uh, how sleazy it is and like how kind of like fake parts of it were yeah yeah I love even, that take, even, take down Hollywood fuck <laughs> Hollywood I'm just kidding <laughs> even the second like uh, song the ensemble song right where it's like oh mm. you're like looking f- oh, what is it like Waiting to like find oh, that person the, in the crowd. The that yeah, the person yeah. in the crowd who will just like give you your your chance and that kind of thing and it's just like ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And then like right after that it's like the was it the weird uh writer dude? No, it was a different party. But it was like that the guy he like wipes the cocaine off his upper lip. Oh, he goes to kiss her, right? I thought he was just like Yeah, that's what I assumed that was. I thought he was just like well, wipe like just be like mm, <laughs> <laughs> you get it. <laughs> that's worse that's worse no i'm assuming i'm assuming it was cocaine uh what the fuck like oh i got a sweaty upper lip <laughs> like no dude. no no no, no that's what I mean. like yummy like a woman Ooh, like kind of thing not, ew not so yuck no that is way worse <laughs> granted in the very next scene the very next shot it's like a bunch of like weird like weird producer guys kissing on women so like yeah you're not wrong yeah but still come on have some decency <laughs> it's <laughs> just <laughs> cocaine it's just <laughs> cocaine it's so classy yeah that's what i assumed it was so like I, I like those things it was funny and then um i assume that's just how like auditions are too where it's like yeah okay well actually you can go you know yeah because like because they're sitting all day watching the same thing over and over again and it's just a bunch of like yeah people doing like kind of the same type of material and not being really it's nothing personal darling uh, yes you know 
I, I, I could not do that shit. I don't think. Like, I don't think I could just sit there reciting. And then they're just, in two seconds, they're like, okay, we're done here. I'm like, uh, I didn't drive all this way wear this fucking outfit for you to be like that. Yeah. But then again, that's why I'm not Which in the fucking Hollywood industry, so. It's funny, though, because it's like, you like, Alec was a very real part of your life. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I didn't get to the point where I, like, had to audition in front of people. But like, yeah, yeah. Still, I mean, making even, like sizzle reels, you know, that's that's crazy already. Even just having to send out like auditions every couple of months is so yeah. emotionally taxing. I can't even imagine having to face that rejection in person every single time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I feel like all those themes are pretty pretty straightforward for me. I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Very relatable for a, a number of different reasons, which is nice. I think that's that memories. Like, I don't want hey to be one of the people's. Like, I love it so much because I can relate to it, but I can't relate to it very, very well. <laughs> yeah, as a creative yeah. and an artist, um, even me as a not creative. You literally <laughs> just fucking. First of all, we're currently making it a podcast. So that's like a creative thing. Um, yeah, but you know, like I, you're deeper into it than I am. I'm just oh, kind of yeah. goofy. I'm a goofy guy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm just so flamboyant that my creativity needs to get out. You know. <laughs> yeah. Can't contain it. I'm a wild man. <laughs> and I hate that. Like, I still relate to Mia so much, and I think that most artists will, right? At some like, because it's the whole you know imposter syndrome thing. You don't think you're good enough. Yeah. But I hate that. I still, still feel like that. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. But I feel like it's like the even I don't know. It's good to ground yourself and be like realize that, that most people, even like once you hit the top or once you make it big, mm. it's like that that's just always that's always in your mind, you know, like it's always gonna stay there. Yeah. Right? Like I feel like it's it's the the ex- exception to the rule that you feel like you are an expert in your field, you know? Yeah. Or like uh you've achieved something unless you're a narcissist then you know fuck it you know like you you probably already think you're great <laughs> you know power to you honestly but um yeah and i, I like that it's kind of like wrapped up in a dream because it's really like that's like it's a dream for all of us mm-hmm. right to like kind of maybe not necessarily hollywood but no to make a living out of our passions yeah right and to like mm-hmm. to live out your passions that's a, it's a pretty relatable thing yeah so all right on to our reviews our fun score and our serious score i'll I'll go ahead and and, uh start with the serious score um it's kind of hard because i am biased towards towards musicals like i really like Mm. them in general and it's hard to find fault with them unless i i just really like this dislike the director or writer or something like that but Mm -hmm. Um, honestly, like a lot of it, I liked. I liked a lot of the themes. I liked a lot of the motifs. Um, I like I like the duo, and I thought, other than like some nitpicky things, like with like representation and stuff like that, which made no sense. I'm gonna still say this: it makes no sense in LA, but I'll suspend my disbelief. Um, I give it like an eight, eight point five, hmm. honestly. Um, I think that's a solid score. You know, it's not like yeah. didn't like 
blow my mind, blow my mind, but it's like really relatable, very well written, very nice songs. Um, yeah, it's overall just really good. 8.5, I'll, I'll set it right there. Um, and my fun score, oh man, I feel like, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I feel like my fun score should be higher, right? Because I like musicals. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay, well, fun score, let's say, like, if I'm, I'm being a picky, uh, topics-wise, jazz is kind of, like, pretentious, but I know that's, like, the character they were going for. Oh, man. I... It's probably going to be similar. I'm going to give it, like, a 7.8. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 7.8 because John Legend took me out. Like, oh, man, come on. Like, John Legend? Come on. Really? Yeah. That's going to be my knee-jerk reaction. Maybe, fair, like, a, I'll just give it a solid 8 on the fun. Fair, fair. Half a point down for John Legend. And I like John Legend. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but, like, I just feel like him and J.K. Simmons just got really typecast in this movie. And <laughs> he was, like, the only, like, like, uh, like brown character. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with 8. <laughs> fair. I'll take it, I'll take it. Um, so... I guess I'm just kind of biased in it because it's obviously my favorite film. Uh, so my serious rating would be a 10 out of 10 because from the music, the cinematography, the color grading, the outfit designs, like everything in this film I love. I'm also very biased towards Emma Stone, as I've mentioned. So... There is not much I can fault on this movie and the whole message and the storylines, everything being relatable. It's just a 10 out of 10 for me. And a fun rating would also be a 10 out of 10 if like my series is 10 out of 10 anyway, because it is fun. The music, I was addicted to the soundtrack. So there's genuinely nothing that I can personally fault about this film that much. Um, yeah, loved it. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, remember to follow and subscribe to us on whatever platform that you listen to us on. It really helps. And yeah, we, we've said this, but we're very excited to talk about movies and to do this whole thing. Um, follow us on social media, like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, all that stuff. All of them are reactors cut and interact with us on there and stuff. Yeah, and we'll see you guys next week. Go Aztecs! <laughs> Go. Oh, I don't even. We. No, I don't even know, dude. <laughs> Bye! Bye!